What is up, everyone? Wow. Welcome to the Week 10 Matchup live stream here at fantasyfootball.com. I am John Hansen. That is Greg Costell and Adam Kaplan. If you're just checking us out on YouTube this week for free, hello. Uh, we do this every Thursday. Greg Cosell in that film room. Mr. Kaplan with all the insider information. I'm just some hack who's just kind of like <laughs> trying to hold it all together. I agree with that. Frankly, but obviously check us out at fantasypoints.com. And uh, we are using, by the way, a little, little uh, precarious right now, a different setup than normal because our guy Ben Kukanis, uh, we're thinking about him and his lovely, uh, lovely wife. They are uh, in the hospital right now getting ready to uh, give birth. Guys, uh, let's get into uh, week 10 then, Baltimore and Miami. And, well, Adam, we can start with you and the injuries. I guess we're absolutely positively trending toward – to a tongue of LO missing the game here, so it's Jacoby Reset most likely. Yeah, well, what's interesting is they only dressed two quarterbacks, and Tua was one of them last week. He obviously didn't play, but he was active. And um, they didn't – I don't believe they added a quarterback today. Uh, he's getting closer, but it's hard. It's hard. It's his, it's his uh, throwing hand. Uh, one injury to watch out for today. I know the Dolphins' run game is third worst in the NFL – but if Brandon Williams doesn't play, if you look at the numbers when Brandon Williams does not play the, the run stop and D tackle for the Ravens, their run numbers, their run, their yardage against the run go way up when he doesn't play. So just keep an eye on that tonight. Yeah, and Greg, um, you were looking at the tape here and noticing that, you know, as we get into the matchup here, the Dolphins are playing mo- mo- usually a man-to-man based team. They're playing a little, little less of that, but – you know, how do you think they, they match up here and stack up against a red-hot Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown? We all know those two crushed these guys. You know, some of the same guys are still there. Uh, your thoughts on the matchup? You know, John, it's really interesting to me. I watched the Ravens' offense today, and obviously they scored three consecutive touchdowns in the second half, and then they won in overtime. It was a really odd game because Lamar didn't really make throws in that game. It was much more clinical, much more run-based. I think in, in on those three touchdown drives and even through the overtime, John, what was fascinating is I think he threw one ball that was really what you'd call a timing rhythm throw at the intermediate levels. It was really a, a run game that, that expanded the defense horizontally. They got pulling linemen out. Obviously, Lamar is always part of the run game, and that's critical. But it wasn't one of those games like the Colts game on that Monday nighter where you came away from that game, John, and we thought, you know, and Lamar was great in that game throwing the ball. This game, it was weird. It was not really like that at all. Hmm. But their run game was was kind of cool. Yeah, and Adam, uh, I guess a, a big fantasy question, Sammy Watkins, like what's his role, uh, assuming he's active? Which I, I would expect him to be a backup. Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine they're not going to go with Bateman still. I mean, it, this is what he was drafted to do. You know, we'll see what he his career turns out to be, but t- I talked to one of their coaches not too long ago who said that probably one of the smartest rookies they've coached in years. He's just a super competitive kid. I know he's not the fastest guy in the world, but Greg, what what is when you you saw him in college? Obviously, I did see him in college. Absolutely. Right. So give us a breakdown of just kind of what people need to know about his his game because I don't think a lot of people have seen him enough. Well, and it's funny you say that, you know, because look, I watched him in his 2019 season when he was really, really good, um, and then he didn't quite have the same year in the COVID season, which you know a lot of guys didn't 
put up the same kind of numbers and have the same kind of production. But I thought, to be honest with you, um, I thought he played fast. I mean, he and and again, I know a lot of the 40 times this year because they weren't done at the combine, you know, were skewed. But he did run a 4.39 at his pro day. I thought he had size, length, stride length, route running and separation quickness. I thought he had hands. I thought he had run after catch. Um, I really liked his tape a lot. I was very surprised when he weighed 190 at his pro day because on tape, he looked more than that. Yeah, I think there's a natural quickness to him. I think he's one of those easy movers. So I really like Rashad Bateman coming out. So I'm not surprised, you know, John. I, yeah. I don't think – personally, I don't think Sammy Watkins will replace him. Watkins might get snaps when he's healthy, right, exactly. you know, but I don't think he'll replace Bateman. I mean, Bateman looks like a, you know, two-, three-year veteran out there already. I mean, you can see he's very refined. And um, we're going to be looking at uh, likely Jacoby Brissett. I mean, they – Super they competitive, John. Just one thing, super competitive kid is the word from the Ravens. Bateman. From Bateman? Are you talking about yeah. Bateman? Yes, yeah. super competitive. Super competitive. Yeah. Well, that's we like that. We like competitive. That that usually re- ends in uh, good things. John, let me ask you a question. How do you, you know, because obviously I, I, I'm not in terms of fantasy the way you are. You know, you're you're the guy here. How do you project a guy like Bateman? Like when you do your work, because obviously he's probably not at the stage where this week he's going to get ten for one fifty. You know, so how do you look ahead with a guy like Bateman as you do your work? You try and best project. Start with Lamar. How many times is he going to throw the ball? You know, what's he averaging the last four weeks? What's the expected total in the game? Is it a higher total? Um, what are they giving up? So you start there, and then you do a little target distribution in terms of the target shares. Uh, you know, Hollywood Brown is the alpha dog there. So you give him a 20-plus percent share, and then you try and work it from there. And best guess to this matchup, I have Bateman catching four balls, and Sammy catching 2.5, going to be the first receiver, Greg, in NFL history to catch a half a pass. Um, <laughs> but that, you know, that's the process, Greg, right there. I mean, it sounds about right. It sounds fair, yeah. right? No, I mean, yeah, because uh, as you know, I mean, you know, you're the best at this, and I just do the film work, you know, but I'm I'm starting to become fascinated by how you do your predictions, you know, because we talk, we talk about it's this. Pretty accurate with it, too. What's great. that? He's pretty accurate. I don't know. Yeah, I, like, no, it's funny, it's Greg. Pretty fascinating I, to me. I tease John a lot with his decimal points and stuff, but he's so accurate because, you know, this past game, obviously, they don't want Lamar throwing 41 times, but that's what they needed to do. And this game tonight, I mean, could the Dolphins score 20 points? I don't know. I don't right. Know. I will say for the other side of things, uh, I really do, Adam, I'll go to you. I really do like Kosicki. I put up on the website uh, the overage prop. I, again, I think – they're going to have to throw it most likely 40 mm-hmm. plus times. And the Ravens have been very giving to the tight end for whatever reason, of multiple reasons here. So him and Waddle should be getting a lot of targets. Yeah. I, I mean, look, Brissett, I sadly watched about a half of that game last week. I mean, they played the Texans. They won. He's a struggle. Oh, man. We, we need Tua to play point guard again, man. We need him back there. We really need him back there for these guys to do well. But, yeah, the numbers show that the Ravens give up production to the tight end. That's definitely true. Let's move on. Uh, free preview here on YouTube. Normally I have way better equipment. Uh, we, we we actually, because of uh, one of our guys, Ben Kukanis, uh getting ready to give birth, of course, is 
he is not himself. Um, <laughs> exactly. I love when people uh, say yeah, that. Different setup. I'm giving so, birth. Uh, yeah, it kind of stinks. I got all this fancy equipment. Ka- Kaplan, Kaplan was so glad you clarified that because he wasn't sure right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if anyone could do it, our guy. I have, see, you mugs have kids. My wife and I don't. We have dogs. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think it's uh, the formula is every 4.4 dogs equals one kid in, in terms of your uh, your duties and the like. But we digress. Uh, Jacksonville, Indy, and Greg, uh, you continue to see the tape on, on Carson Wentz. Yes. Uh, how did he fare last week coming off a, a tough win uh, loss the week before? You know, John, I thought he played really well. I thought and, – and again, these are things I, I don't – you know, I watch the tape so I can tell you what the tape showed. But obviously there is a mental, emotional part to the game, obviously, in any business. And coming off that loss where he took full accountability for his interceptions – um, and playing three days later, I thought that was a pretty impressive performance. And it's easy to say it was the Jets, but you know what? The Jets beat the Titans this year. So it's still an NFL team. Uh, again, they're playing the Jags. Just ask the Bills about playing an NFL team, you know, this past yeah. week. So, so I thought Wentz was really decisive. Um, and, you know, I think that that staff, and, and Adam knows this too, you know, you do too, John. I'm not saying you don't. But I think that staff does a really good job with play calling, with play design. I'm not one who comments on that a lot because, you know, I always feel like you have to be in the meeting rooms to really know how they're seeing the game, you know. But I just think that it it, it appears as if they have a really good feel for how to play with their people versus the defense they're playing against. Yeah, yeah, well – you know, sometimes, you know, you, you like that when they do the same damn thing every week, but that's not optimal probably. Um, Adam, what, what are the injuries in this game? Because I'm not pulling it up uh, right now. Or, or we do we have – what about T.Y. Hilton? Uh, he – I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think he, he's – he got cleared to have a full practice. I'll double-check, but I'm almost certain of it. Right. Um, well, we all know Jonathan Taylor's really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pittman is is emerging clearly. Maybe not like a true, you know, guy getting peppered with targets. Because they like to spread it around. That's the that's. It comes into what Greg says. They do a great job of of getting guys open, scheming them open. Yeah. So Pittman is, you know, he, he may be a guy, John, some weeks that gets. Twelve targets, thirteen. Tar- You're going to start seeing that at some point because remember, he remember John, he had that leg injury, he had surgery during the season last year. Let's not forget this guy was. He, he was through a lot last year, and he, he's, he's having a breakout season. Greg, I will say, do we all agree that the off-the-coordinator there, uh, Brady, I mean, it would be nice if we use a little bit more Mo Alley-Cox because they're – it feels like they're leaving some big plays on the field by not tar- getting this guy a little bit more involved. Yeah, and, and it's interesting you say that, John, because when they do get him involved, good things seem to, seem to happen. Um you know, again, that, that's a hard question for me to answer. Um, I like Mo Ali Cox. I think he's a really intriguing player. But it appears um, that their focus is to kind of get a lot of people involved. Yeah. To respond to what Adam said, I think he, he that Pittman will be the number one guy. I don't know if he'll be number one in the way, let's say, that Michael Thomas was number one in, you know, in getting 12, 13 targets a game. I don't know the answer to that. Um, yeah. Trevor Lawrence. If I could jump in, though. Yeah, I did watch the Bills O and the Jaguars D today. Yeah, and I, I got to tell you, I thought the Jaguars D 
almost looked like a different defense than what I'd seen in previous <laughs> weeks because I had viewed them as kind of a slow defense. Right. They look pretty quick. Their D-line looked quick. Um, they're playing a slot corner four these last couple of weeks. Oh, really is he playing corner? Slot corner. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that because, you know, Rudy Ford is one of the fastest special teams players in the, in the NFL. Well, he is playing, he yeah. is playing slot corner the last yeah. couple of weeks. Interesting. He's okay. been a good player. They use him selectively to blitz. But and again, I'm not suggesting they're now a shutdown defense, John. But I just think that they, you know, and again, they're playing a different offense than with Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo had Josh Allen drop back over 50 times in a close game, which is not sustainable. Uh, and and the Colts won't play like that. I think you kind of like Carson Wentz against a zone-based defense. Uh, that numbers bear that out. Um, and then again, like I said, Jonathan Taylor is good. We all know that. Trevor Lawrence dealing with that ankle. Um, it's not a bad matchup for him. Adam, it looks like he will get James Robinson back. He was looking good. Yeah. He, he, uh, he took a lot of work in today. That's good. That's, they got to see how it feels tomorrow, but it's looking positive. And by the way, T.Y. Hilton took all his reps today. So he's trending towards getting cleared. He's got one more step, but he's trending towards getting cleared. I mean, honestly, their best receiver now is probably Dan Arnold. Uh, I mean, unless Marvin Jones makes a return here. Yeah. um, Can't roll that out. Uh, Greg, these corners for the Indy Colts are secondary in general, pass defense. It's it's been lacking to be fit, to be kind, right? Yeah, and, and you're right about that for sure, John. They're beatable. You know, the question is, can the Jaguars be the team that that puts yeah. up the numbers? You know, again, it, could they? I mean, Lawrence, Lawrence, he's still at the stage where he could have a B plus game or he could have a D game. He's still at that stage. Um, yeah. So and he's not on a great team, obviously. So that that makes it worse. So, uh, but you're right. The corners for the Colts are beatable. You're absolutely right about that. Tampa. Oh, Bay. and uh, oh, and um, Rhodes, another calf injury. That's like his third different one. Oh, he, hasn't man. Pra- he hasn't practiced yet. Oh, yeah, right. Tampa Bay at Washington uh, got a 51 total here. Uh, I don't know, because we got a lot of injuries here. Yeah, Godwin's the big one. That came out of nowhere, John. He was not listed on their, their injury report coming out of the uh, – going. Uh, ankle. Oh, no, no, ankle. that's a foot. It's a foot. Foot, 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 foot. Yeah, we don't – Ooh. Yeah, we don't know yet if he's playing. We'll we'll see tomorrow if he could work. I did not know that. Yeah. Now, I hate to say it. Well, I don't hate to say it because I haven't been fantasy, but Antonio Brown is, like, ramping up a little bit, so – it would probably be a miracle for to get AB this week, Adam. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it a miracle, but he's going to have to. He didn't practice today. He's running on the side. He's doing some stuff individually. Um, so, right now, it's a long shot, but maybe in week eleven. So, and they've had their buy. So we'll. It's just and Gronk sounds like he's a couple weeks away. The Godwin one has just floored me. I, I nobody knew about it. So it's. It's never good when it's coming out of the bye week when he didn't go in with a, to the bye with an injury we were aware of. That's very disappointing. Let's hope he can do something tomorrow. And then uh, for the football team, uh, I guess the kid, uh, St. Juiced, he's still starting, I believe. He's He's been banged up. William well, he Yeah, he's got an illness. We don't know if it's COVID or not, but he didn't work today. Yeah. So what about Scotty Miller? Uh, you know, Tyler Johnson there. Uh, Scotty Miller hasn't been officially – elevated has he no he hasn't been he's not been cleared yet but Still. i think he's in play this week um i didn't say what what Ari, arians didn't say that i was going to happen this week 
that it was or wasn't? No, he didn't say it was going to happen. Oh, okay. Well, we have Jalen Darden, the rookie. But, well, Brady can make uh, guys better than they are. So um, maybe a little bit more running the ball here, Leonard Fournette, as we uh, look over at uh, Taylor Heineke. Uh, Greg, um, I don't know if, how much you've seen of them. They were off last week. But, you know, Tampa's D is not giving up production lately. Like, I, right. I think they've actually been quite good, and they're going to get, I believe, Sean Murphy bunting at him, right? Yes, he's coming back. And Scotty Miller is working. But they haven't given him the green light yet. Yes, Sean Murphy Bunning's close. He's got a very good chance to be activated this week, which will certainly help their defense. And then um, the other corner, um, Delaney's going to be able to play. I know they he was he was a guy who got pressed into service. D. Delaney has always been a special teams player, but he he's going to be ready this week. So there you go. Sorry, Greg, to cut you off there, but no, like, no problem. No the numbers. Problem. They, they're not giving up any numbers. Is that? Uh, lately, does that is that in line with what you've seen on tape last month or so? Well, I think their front's really good, and I think you know Joe Tryon has added a lot. He'll be a really good player. Um, you know, obviously everybody just assumes you can throw on them because of their secondary, but you're right; it, they're not giving up huge numbers in the pass game. So, uh, you know, Heineke in that that Washington pass game, it's kind of a, a to me kind of a weird deal. Because Heineke is an interesting guy because he can make second reaction plays. Um, but we'll, you know, this get, that side of the ball for me in this game is hard to really kind of figure out. I, and I'm yeah. just being honest with you, I'm not real sure how to figure that side of the ball out in this game. Well, we know that uh, Antonio Gibson's been a shell of himself, really. Yep. And Tampa's still really good against the run. So, you know, McKissick, obviously. Um, oh, by the way, I mean, it goes without saying Mike Evans uh, for Tampa. Uh, yeah, but uh, Adam, you know, also bad news on Logan Thomas. It, I don't think he's playing. Yeah, Ron Rivera made it pretty clear that he was when when they worked him out earlier this week, didn't go well. So, um, what's his injury, yeah. Adam? Hamstring. He had a hamstring. Yeah, oh, yeah. For it's like been like yeah. five or six weeks. I, I was, I was, I, it looked fairly innocuous to me. I was doing the TV with Doctor Mark Addix, and he looked at the tape. He was like, "Yeah, he's going on IR." I was like, damn, and he did. And it's been, <laughs> been five weeks, too. Bill's yeah, Jets. Sure. Let's go to Bill's Jets. And, uh, you know, Greg, I mean, is it – by the way, let me ask you this. Is it is it fair to say that because they're so pass-happy and Josh Allen is so great and all that and they're so deadly in the passing game, are, are when you watch the tape, does it look like teams are, like, daring them to run the ball or they just don't try to run the ball? Well, it's interesting you say that because this particular week, the Jaguars played a ton of two-shell coverage, with cover two being the foundation. And it was a close game all the way. So they chose not to run the ball. Um, so you could, I guess you could say, John, that's a fair statement, yeah, that teams are saying, you know, hey, why don't you hand off and run the ball? Uh, as I mentioned a little while ago when we were talking about the Jaguars, they asked Josh Allen this week to drop back over 50 times. And I think Josh Allen is special. And I think he has a chance to be as good a quarterback as we have in this league. And I think he's trending in that direction, but it's just really hard to ask a quarterback to drop back that many times. And keep in mind, they do not have a very good pass protecting old line. That's the thing. No one talks about. They yeah. do not. Their old line is not very good in pass protection. Was there anything about Allen in that game, Greg, that was alarming or just 
Well, not alarming. I don't think he – I thought he was a little overreactive in that game. I thought he played fast. Um, I thought he left some throws on the field. Um, you know, I I think that it just wasn't a good game for him. Uh, and, and, you know, he admitted it. Um, so we'll see. You know, I would expect him to be better this week uh, against a defense that I think you can do some things against. I mean, John, how do you have Josh Allen this week in your projections? Uh, very high. Um, you know, I have him attempting 37 passes, which is probably a little too high because teams are running all over the Jets. But but I'm only going mostly off of the trends, and he's averaging 40.5. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, By the way, I, in the last two games in the matchup, he's averaged 44 a game. Right. You know? So – but I, I am eyeballing the running backs and then running more. That's why I'm asking because I'm trying to find some sort of edge. Now, Adam, real quick, back to you. Uh, it looks like Zach Moss may play. Yeah, he, he's he got one more step left in the concussion protocol. Yeah, good for him. That's It's not easy to get clear the next week. We see it occasionally, but that's a really good sign. That's a really good sign. And, you know, I am such a Dawson Knox apologist. I wonder if Alan Gray – He's close. He should get cleared. He actually should get cleared. It felt to me like uh, – Dawson Knox was like the, the safety valve guy, and maybe maybe yeah. I missed him. That's very fair. Just because he's not a high-volume target guy doesn't mean that he's not important to the offense. Um, but, you know, the, the one thing, as you know, John, because you do this work, they big explosive pass plays have been lacking for them. Yeah. And yeah. whereas last year they, they had an awful lot of them, and yeah. they've been lacking this year. Yeah, and the Jets secondary continues to – they're not bad. Uh, not bad. Now, um, is is Marcus May, is he out or is he playing? He got no, hurt he's out for the Thursday season. nighter. He's out. Yeah, he's out. Marcus May is done for the season. Oh, he's done for the season. Yeah, towards yeah. Achilles. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, Adam, I guess Corey Davis is going to play. Uh, barring a – yeah, barring a setback, yes. Hopefully they don't throw to 11. And it's season. Mike White. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike White. But, Greg, uh, any thoughts on Mike White? You know, until he got hurt in the game against the Colts, I thought he made a couple of really good throws. Exactly. He kind of hung in the yeah. pocket. Exactly. Kinds of throws that were different from the Bengals game the week before where everything was so quick, bang, bang, and they were, by NFL standards, relatively easy throws. I thought against the Colts he made a couple of throws where he, they were late in the down pocket throws, John. They were they were good throws. Um, yeah, it's He's now one of those guys who watch him, and he's like, I don't know, man. It's not that hard. I don't know. Right, right. He's cocky. <laughs> now, he is very we cocky. We know that once Zach Wilson is healthy, he's playing. There's yes. not going to be a quarterback. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, uh, well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we love uh, Mike White in fantasy because he gets the ball to them running backs at, at the very yeah. least. Um, they brought well, in uh, John Beck, too, as an assistant coach. Yeah, how about that, huh? That's yeah. interesting. Beck. Not only the BYU connection, but Beck's kind of a you know one of those quarterback gurus. So they brought him in as an assistant. I'm sure he's worked with Wilson before. He has, yes. In and fact, the way, they talked uh, about that. Yeah. Just to confirm, uh, they, they're not traveling Tre'Davious White at all this year, right, Greg? Uh hardly ever. That is correct. So he'll see a little Eli Moore, I guess, and a little Corey Davis. Uh, so that's not a great you know spot uh, for for those guys. So maybe the running backs. Uh, could catch some balls here. Uh, Saints and Titans, uh, forty-four total here. That's not that's not a great number. Uh, we always look at the total, just so you know, Greg. Uh, it's hey, anything we could cling to for you know the people in the setting the lines 
Expect a lot of points. That's good. We like points. Um, but Adam, uh, Alvin Kamara, man, this uh, knee injury. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see what it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see if he can – if he gets – it's one of the situations. If he's out there limited tomorrow, I'm sure he'll play. But um, it's, they're lucky to have Mark Ingram back, that's for sure. But, Greg, how nasty of a matchup is it? Because this Tennessee front, man, Simmons and, uh, and, the, and, and friends are nasty right now. You know, I would make the the point, you know, that over the last month they've beaten the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Rams, that that front four, and they are a front four-based pass rush team. They do not blitz much at all. I would argue that that front four as a collective has been the best pass rushing unit in the NFL over the last month. That's unbelievable. And they're really multiple with their stunt concepts. Yeah, they're really multiple, John, with their stunt concepts. They can win one-on-one. We've seen Simmons do that. Danico Autry has played really good football he, over the last month. I, really I'm a big fan player. of his. He's a, he's a player that not a lot of people know about. He's yeah. sort of a lunch pail guy. It's a, that's a really good signing. And you know what I like about this defense is they're, they're not super talented at corner, but they they get the job done. They, they've had a revolving door at safety. Man, they're just they're 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 bringing it, man. They're not a pushover, John, anymore for fantasy. That's for sure. Well, I mean, they're whole, hiding the losses of Farley and Fulton. Um, yeah, Fulton's back this week. I think Fulton's back. Yeah, I was just going to say. Oh, I think Fulton's back. back this week. Back. Uh, very quick injury wise, though, Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, uh, out of practice early, mm-hmm. and um, yep. Yep. there was someone else of note. Oh, Julio got put back on for the first time all season. He was not listed on Wednesday. He got got put back with a ham this same hamstring. Oh, yeah. uh, Simmons, by the way, is out of practice. Yeah, um, they good. don't. They don't always practice him. F- they usually give him a little bit of time off each week. So, right. hey, Adam, what's is Landry? Oh, he's got. God, what's Landry's injury? A hamstring. In fact, Simmons and uh, here's the c- concern because Landry played the whole game last week. Yes, S- Landry has a hamstring injury, which he came out of the game with, and S- so did Simmons with an ankle injury. Tomorrow's going to be a big day for them. Um, Bud Dupree is just giving what he can with that knee. And this is the same ankle that Rashad Evans has been dealing with for most of the time. And then Taylor Lewan, they don't know if he's going to be able to play with that knee injury. You oh, know, really? He, okay. Yeah, he was unable to play last week. He was he was active, but he would only play in an emergency situation. So they got some injury issues. Uh, looking more into uh, the matchup here, Greg, uh, you know, all the numbers say that Tannehill's better against man-to-man and right. Saints running that all day long. Um A.J. Brown, he's like uh, the new Derrick Henry in the offense. It's like it's all him, you know, in the passing game. Yeah. Do you think they'll put Lattimore on him? I, I'm not that worried about Brown against Lattimore. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think they, they, they probably would. I think Brown is clearly of the two receivers because Julio, number one, hasn't played a ton. And now that Adam says he's back on the injury report, yeah. I think that's probably fair, John. Uh, I would yeah. think that that would be the case. You know, keep one thing in mind. This is really interesting to me. You know, everybody has their narratives, and they sometimes, and we all do, but everybody, you know, builds their their points off narratives. If if a good quarterback, you know, someone we know and think is really good, did what Trevor Simeon did in the fourth quarter last week, we'd be talking about it for weeks. He led three touchdown drives in the fourth quarter. They were down 24-6. Now, I know they lost the game because of a – a late field goal by Atlanta, but Simeon was pretty good. We know what he is. There's no mystery to him. You can line him up and play with, and play with Trevor Simeon. 
Yeah, I saw Drew Brees talking about him, and he seemed pretty confident. Like, hey, guy can run the offense, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but he is like a sample size guy. Like, the larger it gets. Right. Like, exactly. Because, John, there's a term that – Right. There's a, there's a term that coaches have is got these – Undrafted free agents and low-round picks generally show who they are. At some point, they become who they are. So, yeah, you, Simeon is a game manager. We've seen this. There was a point in his career, though, he was highly thought of. You like, wow, okay, he might be the guy. And then reality hit, seventh round. Well, I remember the second year, he finished out the rookie year. Then, then I think he started to open the second year, and he had like three good games in a row. I'm like, this guy might be good, but then he wasn't. But um, – and Greg, this would be a tough spot, right? Against no, no the, question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's assume Simmons and Landry go. Um, and it's funny. I just looked at him, uh, you know, online while you were talking. Landry, there's no, nothing on that I found at all regarding Landry's injury. So it's that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a way, it was a pop up that no one really knew about. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and uh, finally, on this game, you did watch their uh, their running back. So, what were your impressions? Uh, one one weekend without Derrick Henry, and oh yeah, okay. Um, you know, it's funny. I actually thought that the way they moved, that they looked good, both Peterson and Foreman. But their O line in this game against the Rams got handled, John. And that was the issue. They were starting a backup right guard, and I believe Nate Davis will be back this He's week. Back. Yep. Yeah. If Taylor Lewan doesn't go, it'll be, I assume, Bobby Hart again. And Bobby Hart, look, he's been around the block. He's not a starting NFL left tackle. And that showed last week big time, both, John, in the run game and in the pass game. So that would be a problem. The Saints have a very good front, and it's a big front. They've got one of the biggest fronts in the, in the National Football League. You are watching a free uh, sample of the Fantasy Points matchup live stream. Um over at FantasyPoints.com, Greg Cosell, Adam Kaplan, I'm John Hansen, and we normally have a, a much more fancy setup, but I had a little technical glitch. Our our guy Ben Kukane is about ready to give birth, so uh, we are. But um, our our backups are strong. We have very good depth <laughs> at, at FantasyPoints.com, and a shout out to our guy Chris there uh, behind the glass. Uh, moving on, everyone, to uh, the Falcons and the Cowboys. Greg, I know you watched the Cowboys tape. One of those things where you got to give credit to the defense, but was Dak a little off last week? Is that fair to say? Oh, for sure. He missed some throws. Um, Denver did a good job. Vic Fangio is just very good, but Dak was off last week for sure. You're right about that, John. Um, Injury-wise here, Adam. uh, Randy Gregory's a big one for the Cowboys. He's on IR. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Gregory's on IR? Yeah, just went on IR about two hours ago. Yep. What's his injury? Uh, he got he got a calf injury, I think, at yesterday's practice, maybe. Wow, because he's been having a great season. There you go. And remember, Tank Lawrence isn't ready yet, so they got Bashams out there, who's you know has bounced around. I'm 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 fascinated how well the Falcons did last week in New Orleans. I, that 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 was surprising to me. Yeah, well, well this I, is oh, a I'm game sorry. you look at for fantasy. Vegas expecting 54.5 points, and that's a nice total. I don't even know if they're accounting for that Gregory injury um, as well. Uh, I don't know how much you've seen of the Falcon D, Greg. Probably not a ton, but it oh, seems I, like A.J. I've Terrell. I've seen the Falcon D a little more than you think, but that's okay. okay. A.J. I mean, Terrell? Yeah. We haven't talked about well? him a lot, so that's Go ahead. Oh, oh, um, you know, the Falcon D, they don't have great people, John. 
but I, I don't think they're a bad, you know, I haven't looked at their numbers per se. Um, right. What Do their numbers suggest, John, that they're not a good defense? No, the numbers are, they're, they're not hardly like a sieve. Uh, I was going to ask you about uh, AJ, is it Terrell? AJ yeah, Terrell, yeah. yeah he, he's had a really nice season. He, they, they play a high percentage of cover one. Um, their, their blitz is, is based on the opponent. You know, they're not a high percentage blitz defense relative to the league, but it's based on who they're playing. They also do play a lot of cover two. Dean Pease has always been phenomenal in disguise and late movement to get to cover two. But but uh, I think their defense is not bad. They don't have big names along the front, although I'll tell you this, Grady Jarrett's a really good player. Yeah. Well, Dean Pease seems to be doing a really good job because yeah. they don't have a great pass rush at all. No, that's what they lack. And he's kind of masking that a little bit. You know, quarterbacks only only uh, 6.4 YPA against them the last four games, for example. You know, they're not getting ripped, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Ever since Terrell Owens had that Terrell-Terrell thing, I, I, <laughs> I know it's A.J. Uh, Terrell or Terrell. Uh, Terrell, man, I believe. That's a block yeah. on that yep. one, but, oh, oh, Dante Fowler probably will be activated. They're leading towards activating him off IR this week. All right. Um, and then Trevon Diggs, we all make a big deal out of him, Greg. But, you know, the guy does give up production. He does. And that's a great point, John. And, by the way, when you watch Atlanta's offense, I think you're really seeing Arthur Smith doing a great job because he's got – without Calvin Ridley, they've got mm-hmm. two players who can be matchup nightmares in Pitts and Patterson, and he's using them really effectively to create one-on-one matchups. So, you know, I think that that – you got to be aware of that. I mean, oh, you no know, doubt. No, yeah, I'm sure you are. Obviously, I'm not saying you're the, not. The Patterson. I was, I was talking Greg, to, you know. Yeah. The, the pa- Greg, give us an idea when you watch Patterson. What he looks like to you? Well, you know, it's funny you ask me that because I remember watching Patterson coming out of Tennessee. He came out of Tennessee with another receiver who I thought would be good, and I'm sure you guys will remember him. Yep. Justin Hunter. Oh yeah, thin, thin, tall, thin. Yeah, 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 and. Everybody, including myself, thought Hunter would be the better pro, and we were all wrong. You know, that ha- that happens. Um, but Patterson has kind of moved around, and they use him in multiple ways now. He's a running back. He's a receiver. He lines up all over the formation. But he is big, and he can run. I mean, he caught a pass on the first series of the game this past week where they split him out wide in an empty set. And because he was theoretically a running back on that play, Juan Alexander was on him. And he ran a sluggo, and he ran right by him, John. I mean, they really do such a nice job in creating those one-on-one matchups for both Patterson and Pitts. And I say mean, what no you doubt. want about Matt Ryan. He's just a very good quarterback. Um, I work with Dan Helley every Sunday, and he always – when when Cordero gets the ball, he goes, that's Derrick Henry. You know, and I'm like, I kind of see it in a he weird runs way. Hard. He definitely runs hard. Yeah. You know? I mean, not that he's a – I mean, he's a foundational player. Uh, maybe not a foundation in the running game, right? Um, well, imagine their offense without Cordero this year. Oh, yeah. They don't have anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zeke got him. Uh, I guess he's going to be okay. Cause he, yeah, he's the, they're just going to nurse him to make sure he gets he, – he, he's able to play. Lamb will go with his minor injury. Um, the big one is left tackle or Tyron Smith. They don't know when he's going to play. He's not. He's not expected to play this week. Oh, and can I just say something about that? I know Atlanta yes. does not have a great pass rush, but they moved Terrence Steele, who played extremely well at right tackle, 
the left tackle. Mm -hmm. He looked like a fish out of water at left tackle to Ooh. me. I'm not. I'm, I don't fancy myself as a you know an offensive line guru, but he did not look good to me at left tackle. He looked uncomfortable. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's not good news. Uh, Detroit at Pittsburgh. Oh, only 42 points expected here. Obviously, we we know why, Adam. Uh, I don't know why this Chase Claypool injury is just weird. It's just like he's not out for the season, but no, they're not. They're not. They're basically saying they won't come out and say it, but they've hinted that he's not playing this week. So right. uh, James Washington obviously moves up. Uh, Ebron's probably going to play this week, and then Jamal Williams has the same injury he had before the the bye, and he's not. He hasn't practiced. Doesn't look good for him. Yeah. So, Greg, if if you're Pittsburgh and you don't have uh, Claypool, I mean, and you get Ebron back, I mean, maybe just go with more 12 personnel because Pat Fryermuth, I mean, the guy needs to see the field. That's a great point, John. I, I think that's a very fair statement because right now, and I, I should know this, I guess, but who would be their number three? Well, it's it's Deont they have Johnson. Ray Ray McLeod. Ray Ray McLeod. James Washington. James right. Washington. Oh yeah, James Washington for sure. Net last time he last time he had four for I think sixty nine. Uh, James Washington when uh, Claypool didn't play earlier this season. Yeah, you um, might see John. That's a very fair statement. I think you could well see that because Ebron can run. Yeah, that's like yeah. a big slot almost. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fryermuth, man. I mean, he's been as advertised. Hey John, yeah. John. I felt good during the game. You probably knew this when. Uh, Monday night, I was watching the game. I don't know if you were watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, they told the story about Bruce Arians getting in touch with Roethlisberger um, and saying that you're going to love this guy because he's Heath Miller. And oh. my you know, draft evaluation, which, of course, mm. came before the draft. I didn't know where he was going to get drafted. I said he reminded me of Heath Miller. Mm. Yep, you know, yep. Nice. So it's just, it felt pretty good. It happens a lot. It happens a lot, Greg, uh, with your comps. I, hell, I've, uh, I've actually read Greg's evaluations literally to the players and i've done it like five times and they're like yeah yeah pretty much nailed it got it um i believe michael carter uh the running back yeah you did tell me about that the running back from yeah. for the jets now from north carolina i i, I maybe even Kadarius tony uh I don't, did you go uh tyreek with Kadarius, or did i go tyreek because i i did bring up i was like you got a little tyreek in you um any anywho yeah, that might have been you, John. That might have been you. That might have been me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, that stop and start ability. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, anywho, uh, love Fryermuth. Um, man, he's he, looking good in the red zone, and we knew that. Uh, should we, Adam, have our uh, – should we have Jamar Jefferson on the radar, you know, for, for leagues that dig deep? Oh, if if, um, if Williams can't play, yes. I, I know we talked about Jamar Jefferson after the preseason. He's got yep. some – Go yeah, Greg, you, you kind of liked him, right? Yeah, he was a volume runner at Oregon State, big-time volume runner. He was the Pac-12 player of the year. Um, obviously, didn't have as many carries in a COVID season, but he's a he was a volume back, I believe, for three years there. You know, I liked his tape. We know that running backs like that don't get drafted high, but that doesn't mean he's not a good player. Um, in some ways, I, I think – I don't know if they run exactly the same, John, but just it, this thought just hit me right now. You know, I start to think of James Robinson. I mean, I think, mm. you know, I think Jamar Jefferson, if he were, if, if you said, okay, he's my guy for the next three or four weeks, I think you could give him the ball 15, 17 times and he'd produce. Yeah, that's why, Adam, I picked him up in our in our league. 
Uh, it's called Stash and Hope. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but I got to tell you, I, I thought he, Adam, you agree with me. He had a little juice in the preseason. I did. That's because I yeah. was not familiar with him. And I, as I always do, as I watch the second half of preseason games to see if I could find somebody on my radar that, like you just talked about, I'm like, I looked him up as soon as I saw I'm like, who is this guy? This guy looks pretty explosive. Yeah, yeah. But you, so, didn't, you, you would not have th- thought of that word explosive, Greg, when you watched I it. thought he was smooth, though. I do remember Ooh. that. As far as Jefferson? Yeah. Um, you know what? Keep talking. I'm going to pull up my evaluation just because. I can just tell you what I saw. I mean, maybe yeah. his coaching tape didn't look like it, but yeah, from he seemed TV. He moving pretty well. Yeah, like, he like, was pretty smooth. Yeah. Like hardly a grinder. You know, mm-hmm. like a, a, a plotter, if you will. Yeah. Hardly that. Uh-huh. All right. Here's what I said in my transition. Um, I said, uh, let's see. I said he has light, active feet with excellent short area burst and acceleration and outstanding lateral quickness and confined space with deceptive power and finishing toughness. He also showed long accelerating speed to hit the home run. So Jefferson's overall running traits are strong. That's, that's what I said. That's a great breakdown, too. I mean, I really, that's what we're talking about with mm-hmm. a little bit of juice here. You know? Yeah, he like, does have a little bit of juice. Yeah. All right. Well, we know uh, Deontay is going to get targets. Fryermuth in the mix. Najee's kind of like the offense. right? And now. Uh, James Washington will, too. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to Cleveland, New England. Um, not, not probably going to be a fantasy bonanza. We've got 45 points expected here. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones, Adam, uh, popped up non-injured. Yeah, he was excused, he was excused okay. from, from practice, so I, I would assume he'll be back tomorrow. And then Miles Garrett and Tack McKinley uh, out. Yeah, Garrett's so say that. Um, yeah, they're they're all expected to. Play. Well, actually, McKinley, who's a fourth or fourth end, um, has had this has had a couple injuries. Clowney will play with the same two. I've seen him out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he no McKinley's been hurt for a bit. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They'll. Uh, this man, I, this is it's a shame. This is a tough one for Cleveland, man. Uh, I know the Patriots have been bad at home for whatever reason, but the way that they're playing defense, John, this the, I don't see him score more than seventeen if they score that this week. Who's that? Cleveland. Yeah, who's that? Cleveland. 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 By the way, Cleveland's defense is really good. Yeah, and, and I think that's been an overlooked element mm-hmm. because of the Baker, the Chubb, the Odell. Yeah. And by the way, isn't it possible Chubb could go this week, Adam? Yes, he just because he's vaccinated. Yes, yes, they they need those two negative tests twenty four hours apart. So right. Um, Greg, so anyway, if I could, John, I was just going to say that I think that this defense of Cleveland is really good, better than people think. They've got tremendous D line depth. They've got players who Malik McDowell has played extremely well for them. That's a big a story for them. Years yep. ago, and had all kinds of issues and. You know, he's playing to his talent. And they're another big defensive line because Garrett's 6'5", Clowney's 6'5", Malik Jackson's 6'5", Malik McDowell's 6'5". They are a big group up front. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I lost And And, and isn't it – Adam, I'm sorry, John, didn't mean yeah. to interrupt, but Harris and um, Stevenson both are in concussion protocol. Correct. Yep, yep. Right. Yep. So they may be the runners. Uh, so, Greg, is it is it fair to say when, when you look at New England? Uh, I mean, the, to your point, they, they got Greg Newsom is really good rookie. Uh, Ward is back playing well, and then you like the slot corner, right? I think he's really good, Troy Hill. I think yeah. he's 
he's another overlooked player. And and John Johnson's a really good safety. By the way, did you see how many sacks he got? Troy Hill had two this week. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. And we're not even talking Greedy Williams, who I think is pretty good. So it, it does seem to me like tight end game here, right? I mean, that makes some sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could make sense. Well, and I think that's part of what they do anyway. Yeah. 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 That's a great point, a though, John. I would agree with you. I mean, I would think that Henry and Jonu Smith, uh, for whatever that means, I mean, in terms of targets. But, yes, I, I think that's a very fair statement. I mean, because if we could just get six damn targets for Henry, that's a lot compared to – he's not getting targeted. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. But, Adam, they may need him more, too, because uh, not looking good for Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Right. They haven't been cleared yet. They, they have not – they haven't done anything of practice yet. So, yeah. And then you've got the J.J. Taylor kid who could I play. Mean, I am – Boy, I am fascinated to see what Ramondre Stevenson could mm-hmm. do, Greg, mm-hmm. with 25 touches. You know, what do you think? And you know what, John? It's a great point because he's built to be able to do that. You know, he's a 200 and what, 35, 240-pound back. He's wow. another guy, by the way, that I kind of liked his tape. And I knew he wouldn't be drafted high because, you know, I know that backs like that are not necessarily drafted high. But I, I'm pulling up what I said about him because now I'm fascinated. Um, let's see. Catches um, the ball pretty comfortably, too. Here's what I said. It just, I said he is a downhill, determined, sustaining grinder with lighter, more nimble feet than his size and frame would suggest mm. and a kind of methodical smoothness to his running style with deceptive quickness and short area burst. Yeah, I think that's kind of fair based on what he's done in the league, don't you think? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and uh, for what it's worth, Baker Mayfield, the numbers bear it out, typically better against man-to-man, Greg, and they do run a lot of man-to-man in New England. Yeah, although it's funny. This year, uh, Belichick has done a lot more mixing his defenses. This past week, for instance, he played a ton of zone, a ton. Oh. Now, that was team-specific, okay? Yeah. Well, they could I don't do know what he'll do this week to try to get it. To Belichick's head, I, I'm nowhere near smart enough to do that. But yeah, oh, I, 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 you know, we know what that Cleveland is is a shot play offense. You look at the touchdown to Peoples Jones last week; they had three tight ends on the field, mm, and they went sure. play action. Um, and by the way, they ran that exact same play the year before with Peoples Jones against Tennessee for a 75 yard touchdown. So I yep. mean, that's one of their shot plays. You know, uh, you know, I think that's one reason that Odell Beckham wanted to leave there because they're not a let's get the ball to this receiver offense. Their offense, and and Adam knows this better than I because of relationships he has in the building, that they're a schemed passing game. They're not a we're going to focus on this guy this week, you know. So I'm struggling with this game, John, a little bit. I'll I'll defer to you. I I think the Patriots, I'm very worried about, John, about the Browns' offense in this game. Very The way that Belichick's got their defense playing right now, this is is not a good week if uh, – Browns coming off a really good game, but uh, this this game worries me for their offense. Well, if they have Nick Chubb, obviously they can stick him. Yes, because they have to have – Dearness has been a great story. Let's leave it at that. He's not explosive like Chubb. <laughs> but, you know, well, how Jarvis, explosive is Chubb? God. Jarvis can, you know, help move the sticks. Yeah. Um, and fair to say, Greg, I, look, I like Donovan Peoples-Jones, but to your point, he, he's kind of like a big straight-line runner, right? He's not getting a ton of target. He's kind of limited, right? 
Um, that's fair. I think that he's he's a big kid who can run. He's a lot like the kid who followed him at Michigan, uh, Nico Collins, a yeah. big kid who can run. And, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones originally is from, I believe, the state of Alabama and got out of the state to go to Michigan. And he was a five-star because, you know, kids that big who can run like he can, particularly coming out of high school, they're big-time prospects. Um, yeah. I, there's definitely a place for him in the league. He just may not be a volume receiver. Right. Um, and then they, they can work in a little Anthony Schwartz. I mean, that can't now he can run too, John. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, he he man, he's a guy that a lot of teams brought up to me. I From Auburn, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, from Auburn. was not familiar with him, and he's a track guy. Yeah. He's – I, I hate the term raw because I th- think sometimes it's not fair, but he certainly needs a lot of development. He's a dynasty league prospect. It's at some point Landry will leave, and he's a guy that they really want to they really want to push forward. He he just needs a lot of development, but there's he's explosive as hell. He sure Free is. live preview of the fantasy points matchup live stream here, the week ten edition. Greg Cosell, Adam Kaplan, I'm John Anson. Uh, our guy, Ben Kukanis, normally the man behind the glass, getting ready to uh, have a child here. Uh, no, not him himself, uh, <laughs> but we uh, we do think uh, about him and, and wish him good luck. And normally our setup's a little fancier, but we'll do another freebie here uh, when we get our guy, Ben, back. Uh, just got to expose people to the, the great insight of Greg Cosell from the film room, Mr. Kaplan, uh, and all his insider notes and, and general knowledge here. Minnesota at L.A., uh, 53 Minnesota. Uh, what's that? I said Minnesota. Yeah. I guess I just had a Fargo thing in my head there for a minute. Oh, oh, you know, oh I, never, I never saw yeah. that show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I, some, I was referring uh, to the movie. Scandinavians, relatives, long, deep relatives who I'm sure live there and talk like that. Uh, never met them, though, unfortunately. Very, very far back there. But Minnesota injury-wise, Adam, Michael Pierce uh, – not looking good here. No, still with the elbow. They thought he had a chance last week, then he had a setback. So it's uh, it's a problem. That's a problem. They, 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 the word I got is Peterson will play when he's eligible after, uh, you know, he's got to serve the, the three games. But um, what, what it seemed like the first half, Greg, against the, the Ravens, they were hanging in there. And then what happened the second half of their defense? You know, it was a very weird game, as I mentioned earlier, when we talked yeah. about Baltimore. Yeah, it wasn't like big plays where you went, "Oh my God, they're just giving up plays." Yeah, it yeah. was to use the old expression, it was kind of death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> you know, okay. and yeah. I don't think their defense played bad. I, you know, it, it which seems weird to say, and maybe maybe I'm wrong. You know, it wouldn't be the first time, but I, it, I didn't come away from that going, "Wow, man, that defense is a serious." Well, they, first half they really yeah. seemed to to have it going. Yeah, sure. Um. Back to uh, the the matchups and the like here. Oh, and Anthony Barr, Adam? Still dealing with that knee issue, the same one he's had all year. Yep. He played um, last week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they just they, had that big interception. Yeah, um, they'll need him. Uh, Greg, uh, you know what's weird? I, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but our guy Wes Huber has uh, dug into the numbers, and uh, sure enough, it, it, it held true to form against New England, I guess. But you know, Justin Herbert, for, for whatever reason, has not done well against man-to-man, which I – I don't know. I just find that a little weird. But uh, Minnesota, uh, not going to run into that problem. I mean, this looks like a really good matchup for Herbert. Yeah, and, and unless Adam has other injury news, Minnesota started Boyd and Danzler at outside yep. corner last week. Yep. And I would assume that would be the case this week, correct? Harrison Adam? Hand from Temple, yep. So, yeah, so maybe I mean, they bench Breland. 
um, yeah, well, Breland played 20 snaps, but then he did not play after that. So okay. I don't know. Was was he hurt at him or was that? No, I, not that I know of. He, he's, and, in fact, and they sat him down. Yeah, I don't think they he's... ended up playing the large majority of the game with Boyd, Chris Boyd, and Cameron Dansler as their outside corner. Actually, he has a groin injury, but he's working this week, so I don't know what the issue is. Well, maybe is. he's back as a starter. But either way, yeah. John, I would think that they'd be attacking – those corners with Williams mm-hmm. uh, and and Allen and Guyton and Palmer. I mean, I I think they're one of those teams that throws the ball a lot, and that's what their mo is, and they'll continue to do that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's a good matchup here. I mean, yeah, so I, I guess I think I'd go Mike Williams with the better matchup. I guess Keenan will see a lot of Mackenzie Alexander. I guess is beatable, but and Mike dealing with that knee. But you haven't you you didn't notice Mike Williams looking bad on the tape, right? No, and I didn't, and maybe somebody else did. They did run that shot play to start a possession in the second half, and he <clears throat> and he ran by Darius Slay. So there you go. You know, I, I I didn't watch the tape and come away saying, "God, Mike Williams doesn't look a hundred percent." You know, I thought hey, I thought he we, looked okay. That's all we can ask for, you know, because yeah. it's a worthy question because the production's been down, but I like it. Uh, this is how we get an advantage. I I I. I don't know what everybody else thinks. I think, I think they had two bad games overall in which the production was down for Williams and for Herbert. And right. this week the production was up for Herbert, and therefore, you know, Williams had the shot play. I would expect that their pass game will continue to look good. And by the way, how much was Slay on Williams last week? Um, some, not not a lot. Okay, okay, um, and then. Uh, for Minnesota, you know, again, uh, well, Adam, I guess start with the injuries in the secondary. Yeah, so a couple things, a couple things that we should note. Um, unless something happens tomorrow, Asante Samuel Jr. will be available. Mike Davis is not expected to play. Drew, Drew Tranquil, unfortunately, went on the COVID list today. Oh, he did? Yep. And then Kenneth Murray is close. Kenneth Murray is close. He might be activated this week. He's 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 pretty close to being activated. Kirk Cousins has not been that great, um, you know, against zone generally. Like, it's a thing we hang our hat on. You know, man-to-man, this is not – this is zone heavy here. So, I I don't know about this matchup, uh, Greg. Um, Any thoughts on Kirk Cousins and the Vikings? You know, basically it's can they protect and can the receivers win and be open for Kirky? Yeah, I mean – it's there, there was a stretch there, and it sort of settled down the last couple of weeks where they threw the ball well, and they got the third receiver, Osborne, involved. He's kind yeah. of faded a little bit. Conklin had some good games there. He looked like an up-and-comer, I would think, John. And then the last couple of weeks, it hasn't been quite like that. So Yeah, Conklin is the guy that I feel – I, I feel like definitely better than him with Osborne. I, I He's think like an outlet guy, John, when they when he can't yeah. – if he goes through his first two guys, then he throws it to Conklin. And, and you notice how Conklin gets a lot of room to run? He moves pretty well. Yeah, he does. And they, they've been pretty giving. So that's that's not a bad option whatsoever. Uh, we've got him actually – I do at uh, tight end 13 for the week. They're giving up five grabs a game actually to tight ends for 77 yards, which is kind of a lot. Um, so there's that. Uh, but um, – Dalvin Cook obviously is playing. Uh, yep. yep, they have been bad against the run. So obviously, Greg. Yeah, Dalvin, I mean, yeah, it's that, funny you say that because I would view this as a Dalvin Cook game. Yeah, right. 
Exactly. Boy, it was it was interesting. And Jordan Howard's nothing. He's nothing special. Greg, did you notice? Did the Eagles' offensive line just just really have their way in terms of run blocking against the Chargers? What did you see? The Eagles' offensive line was pretty dominant throughout this game. Mm. I thought their interior three uh, was really really good in this game against the uh, the Chargers. Sure. So look, as as John knows, the Chargers by a significant margin when it comes to yards, have the worst run defense mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they do. I mean, we got I got data point uh, data points out the yin yang that uh, mm-hmm. that illustrate that point. So yeah, that's a great point. It's yeah, it's not a Kirky game and it's a Dalvin game. So it's like really Dalvin centric here, you would think. So maybe not a lot of numbers. Yep. For yep. Cousins, uh Panthers, Cardinals well, Cam Newton is back, Adam. Uh, yep. He's not playing this week. It's going to be P.J. Walker. How about next yep. week? Um, they won't say that he won't be, but here's this is just me. If Cam, Cam's is, – his shoulder's fine. If he practices well this week and next week and P.J. Walker stinks this week, look for Newton to take the job next week. What do you, what do you think of the, the situation here, Greg? I mean, he's played with uh, McCaffrey. If – Joe Brady is all that. I would think this will work, you know, with the – I know Robbie's been terrible, but DJ Moore's been great. I mean, there's a there's enough to work I with. I would him. answer that this way. I can't – I don't know what Cam Newton is right now, John, exactly. so I don't know what to say, and right. I'm being honest. Yeah, sure. But they did not sign him to be the backup quarterback. That that we all know. And we know so, he's going to run. So unless P.J. Walker – Oh, I'm sorry. Unless P.J. Walker lights it up to the point where you just can't sit the kid down, right. you know right. – Cam Newton will be the starter as soon as they feel he's physically ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say one to two weeks. Yeah. Um, Adam, uh, man, this injury report for the Cardinals is really Yeah, it do, it do, it's not – look, it, Murray's made progress, but it's not looking good. Really? He has to work tomorrow. He has to work tomorrow. Has to. Oh, yeah, he hasn't worked yet this week? No, no he's just doing wow. stuff inside. He needs to work. And here's another problem. How about this? Rondell Moore – has not been clear with his concussion. And remember, he's got a neck. That's really bad. Uh, A.J. Green just got activated off the COVID list. He need, they need to see how he feels. And D-Hop's still out of practice himself. Yeah, he hasn't practiced. And here's another big one for the fantasy defenses out there because they're a really good fantasy defense, one of the best. Yeah, Buda Baker's got two injuries. Concussion knee hasn't been cleared yet. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. he got a lot of injuries, man. Uh, also on the O-line, too. Yeah, and these guys generally play though. They um, Pew Pew hasn't practiced yet with a calf. He's had like four injuries this season. He's played Beecham with a shin injury. He should go. Um, Panthers. They Gilmore. The only reason why I'm going to mention this is he had quadriceps surgery, and that took him nine months to come back from. He got added today with a quadriceps. So just keep an eye on that. Okay. Well, I mean, PJ Walker is a obviously a tough eval, and um, Colt McCoy is always solid. Uh, James Conner, Greg. Yeah, um, I thought he looked good, John. He does. Slimmer, trimmer. Um, little Eno Benjamin as well in this one. He's not bad, Eno Benjamin. Well, just talk to Dre Kirkpatrick about that. <laughs> you don't remember the play, John? Yeah, what was that? The 21-yard touchdown run where he just ran over Dre Kirkpatrick. Oh, right, 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 right. I, I forgot that. that. Okay, yeah. 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 He's a nice, He's a great kid. I, I, Eno Benjamin? Uh, Eno Benjamin. Is I think I've, had him. Him. I've met him. He's a great guy. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, uh, who was that? Eno Benjamin. Oh, I've been yeah, around yeah, Eno oh. Benjamin. He's a great guy. Exactly. No, that was my yeah. exactly we talked yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, his parents were, uh, I think, 
He's from Nigeria. Both parents are doctors. Mm. Um, you know, really, really, really great kid. Uh, all right. Well, again, geez, I don't know what to do with the Cardinals. I, I got nothing here when we don't know about the, the quarterback. Yeah, there's so many guys hurt. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to it's hard to evaluate who's going to be ready. They find a way to get it done. I'll say that. But it's, um, I, I mean, theoretically, this game shouldn't be close. I'll say one thing about Philip P.J. Walker. Seeing most of his games up close for Temple, I went to, I must have seen him play 20 times. He does have a little bit of an arm. Not a gun, obviously. He's a smaller guy. He's, he's built like Tyrod Taylor. He does have an arm. He's not terrible. Well, and finally, I guess the biggest point of all is McCaffrey. You know, um, yeah. he only played 49% of the snaps at a Malaskew, but he still got 19 opportunities. So. I know. That was – that. well, a couple things. First of all, they got smoked. You know, they they – they were it was a bad game though they though the Panthers did score the first three points and then after that it was steadily downhill as you know so they didn't need to have him in late so yeah he I mean getting 19 18 touches was pretty interesting Philadelphia and Denver uh let's go there and uh Adam injury wise we'll start with you again uh Denver is down what three of five O-linemen potentially well both tackles are very well the left tackle is very iffy because he's got a high ankle sprain. And the right tackle has a new injury, Bobby Massey with an ankle. And then, oh, yeah, one of Glasgow's out. They put him on IR a couple days ago. So Quinn Miners. Quinn Miners. How problematic, Greg, is that for Teddy B? He's got some mobility, but this Eagle D-line looks looks threatening. Yeah, that's the concern. Um, but, you know, they're going to run the ball. That's what they do. Both backs are kind of attitude runners. They run hard. Uh, they set tempo. Um, and you know what? You know what's fascinating me about this team? Because I hadn't really studied them in great detail until recently, John, mm-hmm. is they push the ball down the field, which you don't think about with Teddy. You don't say, wow, he's a big-time <clears throat> deep ball thrower. Of course, a lot of deep balls are not arm strength throws, but they push it down the field. Yeah. And, and they've got a pretty good receiving core. I mean, I, the guy who's impressed me the last number of weeks because I hadn't really studied him was is Tim Patrick. I, I love really him. He's an interesting player. Braver John and I love this kid. He's he's a really high character guy. I, he's going to make some money in free agency. His contract. Why can't Brian Edwards be Tim Patrick? We well, could be. I mean, he's this yeah. is his first year playing. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I'm. I'm frustrated. <laughs> I love when John gets like that. <laughs> no, but we all we all love him. You know, we all love him. Well, Adam cut him in our league. He literally threw him in the trash. I went trash picking, thinking, you know what? This guy's got talent, and then last week got a big goose egg. But, uh, yep. but you know, it's funny. You had mentioned um, Trayvon Diggs earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick scored a touchdown on him this week on a stutter go. Got yeah, on top of him. Bridgewater dropped it in perfectly in the bucket. But, you know, they have Patrick, Sutton, and Judy. That's that's three pretty good receivers. And, Adam, isn't Fan back this week? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, but he has to show that he's physically – yeah, he's off the COVID list. He's okay. on exemption. Oh, Brandon Williams is out tonight. That's big for the Dolphins running game. He's out. Well, so is Murray. Latavis obviously is out. Yeah. All right. See now, now I go in and I I do a little tweaking here. Uh, oh, that last you, week one was awesome. The Colts one. Oh yeah, we we gave you. We, I mean, you could have bet a million dollars at the end of last week's live stream. You would have won a million dollars. I guaranteed it, and he got it. He minds on the second play of the game. For him. Is my is, is my is my check in the mail then, John? Oh, yeah. No, we sent you via crypto, Greg. You're coming in uh, Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin. Miles, Miles Gaskin, I have literally only projected him to average 3.2 yards a carry in this mm. game. 
so I'm going to bump that up uh, because of this injury. And that's, that's the process. Uh, that's how it works. Um, but anywho, uh, so Mr. how about how, how good did Jerry Judy look, Greg, on, on tape? Because, man, he was flashing to me. Jerry Judy? Last week. How good did he look? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think he looks pretty good. You know, I, 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 but that's, you know, I think he looks smooth, looks comfortable. I think, again, then it comes down to how many targets he gets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just in general, to your point, like he's kind of running like the a couple deeper crossers. You know, I just thought he was moving well. And uh, but again, I guess it's it all comes down to can they protect Teddy, right? Uh, that's the big question in this game for sure. Because you know it's it's interesting. Teddy's not a big guy and he looks very slight, but he'll hang in the pocket, which you know is good and bad. Jalen Hurts, you know, we did the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our Fantasy Points podcast. Um, Greg talking about like actually playing better, but. We may not know it for fantasy because they throw it like nine times a game, Greg. But uh, what are you seeing out of Hurts and the Eagle offense lately? You know, I thought this was their best week. I thought that they, you know, he's been under center more. Personally, I think that's the way to go. I think it gives you a much better play-action pass game. I think it plays to Hurts in the sense that it defines reads and defines throws. It gives you better pass protection. They had a number of throws this week to Smith that were seven-man pass protection. So you know that Hurts is going to be comfortable. Um, you probably have a really good idea from film study, John, of what the coverage will be. But this is a tough defense to play against. What Vic Fangio does with his safeties and the and what he shows pre-snap and then the movement after the snap, that's difficult even for a veteran quarterback like Dak Prescott. So when you get into longer yardage situations, it'll be very interesting. But the key, and the Chargers did not do a good job last week, is you cannot let Jalen Hurts escaped to his right. You, ju- you just cannot do that. Yeah, right. Um, you got to think they see what you're you're seeing on the tape. So we'll see. They're, they're seeing it. The question is, what do they do? You know, uh, but I, you can't do. That. I was I was kind of surprised at how many times he did that against the Chargers. Yeah, these, these Broncos too, man. They got a lot of great depth at corner. You know, they really do. Patrick Sertan, though, what's his status? At? Doesn't doesn't look good. Yeah, he's okay. got a multi week in- injury. Nate Hairston from uh, yeah. Well, he played in the slot once. Uh, yeah, Sertan came yeah. out. They moved Fuller back outside. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they ca- Eagles catch a break with no Bryce Callahan at least. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and no I don't. Yep. Yeah, I, I, John, I'll say this though: I don't really trust this coaching staff. I, it was good to see Hertz get himself together after that first couple drives, but I, I don't trust that he's going to be able to take advantage of. I, I don't see him scoring very much. Uh, Vic Fangio worries me in their defense. I mean, they they really do. Dallas Goddard worries me for fantasy. It's hard to rely on him. They just, you know, he doesn't get a lot of targets. Well, they're not throwing the ball now. They took, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they're, they're telling you what they think of of Hurts. They're, they're not, they're gonna, they're gonna run it. This is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. we no discussed doubt. that John last night. You know, because I know you mentioned to me, you said about Devonta Smith, and it's, I think he's actually, if you just isolate on Devonta Smith when you watch the Eagles, yeah. you'd say he looks good. But they, they just don't throw it a lot. I mean, yeah. they had 17 dropbacks against Detroit. Obviously, they won that game big. But in a very close game this week, Hurts only had 24 dropbacks. So even if Smith is the number one guy, he's not going to get 13 targets. And this is the value of just paying attention to everything we do. Even if you're eliminated from your damn league, if you're in a keeper league, you know, oh, uh, trade for Devontae Smith. Greg Cosell says he still looks good. He looks very good to me. Yeah. Seattle, Green Bay, 
uh, obviously the Aaron Rodgers situation, the complicated fella, if you will, <laughs> Adam, um, we're going to go right up to Saturday with this thing. Probably. Yeah, same thing. Yep. We're, 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 you know, we're in the same situation. Um, Bakhtiari is, uh, starting to work, which is yeah, right. Well, he's been there on the men for a couple of weeks now closing. Yeah. Down. But he's actually now he's, he's on the roster so that he's got a very good chance to play this week. That's good for them. But Greg, if we have to go with Jordan Love again, it's not hopeless. I mean, he got blitzed uh, a lot last week and you watched the tape. So it wasn't that bad, huh? You know, I know he's an easy target, but I thought that their O-line played not particularly well. He was under extreme duress right from the beginning of that game, and not just with blitz, guys. I mean, that O-line did not do well against four-man pressures, and then Spags just upped the pressure. I think there were five snaps of zero. And look, when you get zero, very often you are going to get a free defender, you know, a free rusher, but you want that guy to come from the outside, okay? They were allowing rushers through the A-gap and the B-gap, and it was yeah. right in Love's face. And yeah. I didn't think Love made bad decisions. You know what he did? He threw to Devontae Adams one-on-one. That's not mm-hmm. a bad decision. Um, now, they weren't complete, and one was intercepted. I don't know if that was zero. But um, but I thought Love in the second half actually had a stretch where he kind of settled in a little bit. I don't know how much of the game you guys saw if you watched it. Yeah. But I thought he had a stretch where he settled in a little bit. And, again, for people listening, I don't want to sit here and say, boy, Love's great. I love him. He's going to be a great player. But – he was getting ripped Sunday night and all day Monday as if he shouldn't even be on the field. And how did he throw it? How did he throw it? There are eleven other. There are eleven guys on your 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 team. You know, it's a you know. Yeah. How, how did the ball come out of his hand? Like, how I does think it... it comes out well? But I think an issue yeah. that he has, and this is a potential problem. So, to be fair, mm-hmm. his ball placement is not what it needs to be if he's to become a true NFL starter. Mm-hmm. He's a little too scattershot. Um, yeah. Misses throws that he has to make with poor ball placement. And that's – good. I'm sorry, John. Oh, sorry. What about the processing, seeing the field? Um, that's hard to see in one game, especially when right. you get a lot of pressure. You know, And I think what teams do with, in a game like that, which LaFleur did, is you try to minimize that, John, just because it's it, you don't want to put too much of a burden on him. You know, it's like a veteran like Colt McCoy playing this week, and he's a veteran. You're still not asking him to make multiple reads. You know, you're trying to yeah. keep it relatively sure. basic. Yeah, I was just talking in general from the college studying. I don't recall if that – I think that was like third on the list maybe of the concerns. Yeah, um, yeah but... I, you know, again, whether he plays – obviously, if, if Rodgers is cleared at him, he's going to play. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got right. He's got to have no symptoms, though. That's the, well. He'll get if he so doesn't. How does that work? Does he get tested again? Oh yeah, he's got he's got to get the the two negative tests, um, right. twenty four hours away from each other, and he's got to have, be a, a, asymptomatic. If he is, he'll play. Right. I mean, it's hardly a guarantee that the COVID mm-hmm. is out of the system enough to to produce negative tests. Right. 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 We'll we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then Seattle's D, they, they've been better, Greg. Uh, yeah. Hardly a shutdown D at all, right. right? But they've been better. Any thoughts? Yeah. Um, they have been better. Um, I think they've tried to be a little more aggressive. They tried to play Adams a little more to what he is. Um, you know, early in the year, he was playing a lot of back-end safety. He's not really a back-end safety. He's probably much more of an undersized linebacker. Um so, yeah, they've been a little better. They've gotten some really good play from Daryl Taylor, who's a second-year player from Tennessee, who I really like coming out of Tennessee. 
He's kind of long, lean, Gumby-ish in the way he moves. He can bend. Um, so he's played well. Uh, so, yeah, their defense, I think, has slowly but surely improved. The same thing, by the way, happened a year ago. They were really bad, John, as you may recall, early in the season, mm -hmm. and they clearly got better. Now, Green Bay's D was pretty damn good last week. Uh, Russell Wilson back, Adam. I That's a definite, right? Wilson's back. Well, all right, let's put it this way. Most likely, but he, the way he's talking, he's I guess he's – he said he's between a 90 and 100%. He's not quite 100% yet. I would say he's probably going to play. So I wonder what the difference is between 92% and 94%. I know. I, who knows? But, you know, he's you, back. Well, way time. Could you check that on your projections? Exactly. Reminds me of a friend of ours who we all know. <laughs> we won't name him, but he'll be uh, like, yeah, we need to chat. Um, I'm free between 112 Eastern and 126. I'm really? Like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Greg may know, but uh, I'll tell you later. Uh, we love the guy, but it, yeah, it's a little weird. But, uh, hey, okay. he's rigid on the schedule. What can we Got say? Got it. Um, uh, I kind of like, uh, like Russell, though. Uh, uh, how about a little Kevin King? Uh, pick on him with DK. Uh, any thoughts? On that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good matchup for Seattle. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, who, Seattle had a bye. So who did they beat? They beat, I guess, a bad team the week prior. Who'd they, who did they beat in their yeah, team? Who was that? I'll, I'll oh, let me look. I have the schedule that right That was here. a lifetime ago. They beat Jacksonville. Oh, mm -hmm. right. Who, you know, it's funny to say, oh, they beat Jacksonville, a bad team, and then look what Jacksonville did against Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's so funny when that happens. Well, but, the whole the, last week, Greg, was the, the, the biggest upsets we've seen in years. Yeah, That's I know. The weekend. It was yeah. crazy. But I, the point I was going to make, if Russell yeah. can't go, John, I thought Geno Smith threw the ball well against Jacksonville. Yeah. And I yeah. thought he looked pretty good. Well, and now we go on to KC and LV as we wind down here. Your free sample of the Week 10 matchup live stream at FantasyPoints.com. I don't know where to go with it. Adam, talk about uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Looking good. Uh, he's got a shot to be activated. He's, everything they've asked him to do, he's done so far. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Okay. Um, I'll ask you the same yeah. question about Mahomes and their offense as I asked you about Josh Allen and the Bills. When you watch the tape, are teams essentially saying, go ahead, man, run the ball? To some degree, for sure. Yeah. And, and again, I don't think – Personally, I don't think Mahomes looked a whole lot different this week than he has in the last four or five weeks. Yeah. And then he made oh. the big throw at the end that sealed the game where he ran out of the pocket, which, of course, he's always capable of making those throws. But they scored one offensive touchdown. Yep. Yeah. Four touchdowns, John's, in four weeks for Mahomes. I mean, he's like, got, yeah, he's got four touchdown passes. Can't make that. That's, like, unfathomable. It, it, you know, here's what fascinates me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope Mahomes turns it around. Our league is much better when Mahomes yes. is yes. being Mahomes, you know, that we've come to sure. respect. Sure. But how do you think, if, if let's say this season plays out and he plays like this and their offense is like this for the rest of the season, are, are people going to go into the offseason and say that Mahomes and the Chiefs offense is great or are they going to say now it's a wait and see? I say wait and see. Because of the quarterback, because Greg, you've outlined it now for two and a half months. This is this is you're you were the first person to say it nationally. Like, you, well, the tape told me that. And here's the question: Is so? Let me ask you this: 
is are there clear throws he just won't make? He's still trying to be the man, still trying to make the big play. Well, is that... I don't know what's in his head, so I can't sit here and see. You know, what is the tape? He's trying right. to do too much. I don't know yeah. what he's trying to yeah. do. Yeah, I, I I know what their route concepts are. I studied the Chiefs very hard for years, yeah. so I know what their route concepts are. I know where the ball should go within mm-hmm. the timing of the routes. Um, I think that there's too much head movement, and our, our old friend Ron Jaworski gave me a. Gave, gave us all a great term years ago, and it seems like I've been using it the last number of weeks. I'm not going to take credit for it. It's all Jaws. But yeah. Jaws would always say, calm helmet. He's not playing with a calm helmet. Mm. Jaws would always say, when you see a quarterback drop back and his head is moving, he said, that means he's not seeing anything. He oh, said, because when you drop back, your head should really not be moving. You mm. see things just out of your periphery because that's how you're trained. But if your head is moving, then you're not really seeing anything. And there's been too many snaps where Patrick Mahomes' head has been moving. So he's, for whatever reason, I can't tell you why, right. as the Eagles once said, but, you know, his head is moving too much. Mm. May have started with the O-line, the protection breakdowns. Yeah. You know, in the Super Bowl. Uh They've, it's it's like he is continuing to play the game from the Super Bowl, yet and doesn't have to. Almost. Right, and that's John, not, I, did, again. I didn't like his comment he made after the game, um, which I'll probably read on the air tomorrow about why he would not why he didn't throw the ball to Kelsey when he was wide open. It, it just it it just it's kind of the epitome of what's been happening. He st- he actually admitted that he he wanted wants to make the bigger play downfield that yes, they have yeah. to they got to force it downfield. He said that. They're t- he, he claims that they're taking away the deep ball from him. Okay, I'll trust him. He's watching the tape. But if it's right there, if the guy's open within 15 yards, throw the football. He doesn't want to do that. I don't think it helps that Miko Hardman's not particularly good uh, and nobody else is truly stepping up. I mean, that that's yeah. not helping matters. They're, they're not part yeah. of the solution. Uh, Raider-wise, you know, Derek Carr's – Greg, do you struggle with Derek Carr? Because I, I do. I really do. Like, it just seems like some weeks you just don't know. Some weeks he comes out and he's a world beater. I don't know if it's a matchup coverage thing. Some weeks he's um, – I, I think Derek Carr fits into that category. And, again, I'm going to I'm gonna reference my buddy Ron Jaworski. Joe's would always say that there were two games a year where I just it just didn't happen for me. And I think yeah. Derek Carr is one of those guys. Um, yeah. And you don't know which games they're going to be, John. I right. Mean, it's, not, right. it's not coverage-based. No, I, I think he's just one of those guys that there's two games a year where you go, <laughs> I don't know. And then Kirk, Kirk Cousins, same way. Kirk Cousins, you go, yeah. what? Did Kirk's I see got today? four of those guys. Kirk's got four of those, but that's neither. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but that's you know, what he does. Derek Carr could come back this week and throw for 350, and you go, man, that's Derek Carr. You know, he's right. just. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the guy's talented. That's not the issue. Yeah. Well, he's had a lot of success in this matchup. Yes, so. he has. They play a lot of man, so I I always like that, um, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I would expect good. Things. D-Jax, so D-Jax. Thing in this game is Deshaun Jackson going to suit up this week? He should play, yes. Because if play. he does, one of the things they've been effective against the Chiefs is hitting some vertical shots. Mm. And obviously, without Deshaun, they don't have a vertical guy. But if Sean suits up, Deshaun suits up. He doesn't have to play fifty snaps, but he gives them a vertical option, and he gives them some vertical shot. Mm-hmm. vertical shots they can take yep yeah no question well last year in two matchups just so you know greg uh, and for your matchup show, i'm sure you know this but uh 10 yards an attempt yep uh, average 311 yards passing with mm. six touchdowns total no no and they went deep a number of times wow yeah oh by the way only 31 attempts a game got him to 311 a game passing yeah so. 
They made big plays. I'm pretty sure Brian Edwards did something in one of the games, but uh, I actually may start him at him, believe it or not, even though he got me a freaking goose egg. Uh, I, can't, I couldn't do it. I, I got buy problems. I got AB. I got – Yeah, I know. I got I know. Tony out. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Greg is really riveted by the fantasy talk, but uh, – no, no, I, I. He learns. He I'm knows. Five you know? so we'll get Greg in a fantasy league. You know. <clears throat> he loves how you come up with the projections. Though I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's one of those things. I've just been doing it for so long that I, you know, anyone can produce an algorithm, you know. But I got like the human element into it, which. Kind well, you know, it's funny that you do that because I know a lot of people, you know, always say to me, "Who do you like this?" You know, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and. I'm so bad with that because I can give you five reasons on each side, you know, based on my film study. So it's very like, like, look, I'm not saying that the Jaguars beating the Bills wasn't an upset. Of course it was. I'm not stupid enough to say it's not an upset. But I watch the Bills every single week, and I know that they have no viable running game, and their offensive line isn't very good in pass protection. So any week that can bite them in the ass. And it, it happened to bite them in the ass against a bad team, but it's still an NFL team. So sure, as an abstract statement, I'm surprised that they lost, but I'm not necessarily surprised at how it played out. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on, you know, I have to be aware of suffering paralysis by overanalysis because, yeah, there are always multiple two sides of the argument. But I, I try and find a couple elements that, you know, all right, I'm going to cling to that. Uh, for example, Rams 49ers, as we wrap it up, you know, Stafford was brutal last week. But you said that the Niner D also brutal yeah. last week. They got a lot of injuries, man. Yeah, a lot of injuries. Yeah, you know the what, thing about yeah, this defense, John, and this is what I would look for. Uh, sorry to interrupt if I did, but Good. what I would look for is they're playing with two safeties right now, and I think Adam won't it be the same two guys due to injury because they're playing uh, with Banga and 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 uh, Wilson. Yes, That's- and also because um, I don't think. Ward and Tartar back, are they? They're not. And also, um, Mosley got hurt. Yeah. Uh, so, Manuel Mosley just got but hurt. But the point I was going to make yeah. is neither Hufanger or, or uh, Wilson are back-end safeties. And they have to play on the back end because they're their safeties. They don't have anyone else. Yeah. Last week, uh, the Cards did a great job of scheming a deep shot to Christian Kirk for 15 yards. It was a beautifully schemed play to attack Hufanga because Hufanga is not a back-end safety. So the nine. So I know Sean McVay. Obviously, he's not sitting around going, "This is going to be an easy game." No coach yeah, like that. Yeah. But there's going to be opportunities here for in the pass game. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. And um, obviously, OBJ, the big story. Um, Got to yeah. think. I, I know it. Go there. Probably more that? complicated. But don't we just plug him on into Van Jefferson's role? I don't think it takes Jefferson's role, though. I don't. I, really? I think he. Yeah, I, they really like Van Jefferson. Like, r- really do like him in his role. How many snaps yeah. a game is he going to get? Yeah, OBJ. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think they. I think they have to work more than Deshaun got. I mean, it, but but I don't think he's getting question. sixty snaps a game. I can't see that. I just can't. No. And Greg, at whose expense? It's got to be Van Jefferson. Yeah, it's some of his, but it's not going to take his role. It's not. They're not going to bench Van Jefferson. Right. I mean, look, I. I don't know the answer to this. I'm, I'm being honest, but Van Jefferson to me is a really solid receiver who fits exactly the way the Rams play. But again, and I don't think OBJ 
and maybe he'll be rejuvenated. I don't know. You know again, I don't know the yeah. personal stuff. Mm-hmm. I, that's right. not relevant to me. I can only right. tell you what the tape shows, mm-hmm. and and I don't think he's been quite as explosive as he's been in the past. And he's got the shoulder, John. He's not was- as much of a vertical guy, right? So I, you know, again, I'm not saying he's a bad receiver. That's not my point. But he's not that explosive vertical guy, and he's not as explosive run after catch as he was. Yeah, well, I mean, there was that stretch of what three, four years with the Giants where he just mm-hmm. looked different than a lot mm-hmm. of other guys. Yeah. The way he moved, he doesn't look like that right now. Quick right? in or short area quickness was uh, pretty special. But I, I do think he can still separate, probably, Greg. Oh, I'm not saying he can't yeah. play, John. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, we're yeah, just yeah. trying to figure out who's whose snaps he's going to. I mean, right. I don't right. think they're taking Cooper Cup or Robert Woods off. Right. The I, I I see this, John. I see I see the Rams crushing the Niners in this game. Yeah. I really do. Right. Well, and by the way, I mean, if OBJ in a month's time is averaging three point one targets a game, I don't know. Yeah. How that goes. Well, they're yeah, but they're also they're also gonna they're gonna they're more of a volume pass team yeah. than the, the Browns are. So yeah, some opportunities. That's a good point. And maybe they throw it even more now. Um, and then uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Greg, uh, very quickly, how challenging of a matchup here. Uh, you do get IU back in the mix with Kittle. I mean, and the running game is maybe a little week to week. but uh, Well, I, I think the running game is only week to week depending on the nature of the game, John. That would yeah. be the way I, I think I'd answer it. Um, I, that probably doesn't help for your projections. But, well, we you know, know what they want to try behind to do. And the run That's game gonna... – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we know what they're going to try to do, but, you know, yeah. if they're up against a better front, it's tough or go. And and depending on the score, that's why their defense becomes critical. If they're down 17-3 in the second quarter, Elijah Mitchell's not getting 21 carries. If if the yeah. game rolls along kind of normally and they're in it, Elijah Mitchell could have 21 carries. And then yeah. they can play what is we all view as 49er football. So I – I add up all those elements, knowing the Ram D is pretty good, the offense loaded, Niner D thinking, uh, yeah, they're probably going to have a lead, and it's not going to be a wonderful environment for Elijah Mitchell, you know, um, at least in terms of getting the ball. He did get Yeah, the- I would agree with you. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I think we've covered it all here a little longer than usual, but uh, this has been a very good – Good uh, stuff. Good stuff good tonight, John. Good here. stuff. This is uh, – we do that every Thursday with uh, Greg Cosell and Adam Kaplan. So check out fantasypoints.com. Use that promo code 21 hands and 10 save 10%. Uh, so we'll wrap it here. Good luck in week 10 for Adam Kaplan and Greg Cosell. I'm John Hanson. We'll catch you next week on the Fantasy Points Matchup a live stream.